Welcome to DustinsTravels.com, your home to fun, exciting travel adventures. And now your host, Dustin Saidi. All right, hey everyone, Dustin here from Dustin's Travels with my wife. Hi, everyone. Karina. Uh, so today we want to tell you guys the best ways to get around Mexico City. So you might be visiting or traveling there and you're wondering, should I rent a car? Should I take the metro? Is it safe? Do I walk around? Um, should I do Uber? Should I do taxis? So we're going to go through all that today. Um, and just to get straight to the point, number one way for sure to get around Mexico City is the metro. Yeah, totally agree. That's how the locals do it. So, you know, when in Rome, do as the Romans. You definitely have to try it. It's a whole experience in and of itself. Yeah, it's very cheap, first of all. I think it's what? It's a quarter. So that might be, oh my gosh, like 20 cents or something. It's like really, really cheap. And that's on purpose to make sure that everyone can afford it. Um, There's also a card that you can buy and you load money and you can use it as many times, of course, as much money as you would want to to put on it. Um, I believe that's 10 pesos, which is maybe like 75 cents, something like that. Um, Yeah, depending on when you go, 18 pesos is one U.S. dollar. Um, that's when we went. That's how it was. But um, so, yeah, Metro for sure, the best way. It's the cheapest. And it, you also walk, which is great because you can sort of feel the city, I think, a little bit better than you would in a car. Um, also, it's, yeah. Yeah, and um, it's so well connected, too. You can basically get all over Mexico City in the Metro. Um, yeah, there's so many lines, and it's very, you know, intuitive, very logical. So, um yeah and especially the touristy places that you want to check out in mexico city definitely have a metro nearby yeah and it's um and it's, it's kind of like any other big city that's a great metro system like you see in europe or i think new york city as well um it's it's one of those it's not like a los angeles where oh crap where do i go now after i get off a stop um also, we didn't have to wait probably more than five minutes before. Five minutes at max. Like these tra- these trains are just coming and coming and coming. Every two three minutes, there's there's another one, which was good because you don't have to wait at all. You don't have to run to the next train. Although some people sometimes do. You never really have to run. And then also they weren't super crowded. Some of them were a little bit crowded, but it wasn't really super crowded. Yeah, you just have to be smart and plan out when you're using the metro because. In the morning or later in the evening when, you know, peak hours, like any big city, of course, there will be lots of people. So make sure that you plan out uh, your trips and your, you know, destinations and don't do it, you know, early, like 7, 8 a.m., even 6 a.m., they start to get crowded. Um, and then later, like at 5, 6 p.m., they're crowded. Well, I, I mean, they may be crowded, but I think it's fine to go. Like, there's not like, it's not like LA, oh, don't drive from 4.05 to Sherman Oaks at 5 p.m. on a Friday, because just avoid, I think you're fine, even if yeah, you're going Yeah, it's, it's fine, of course. And, you know, I think as a tourist, we're not on a rush. So if you see that it's kind of crowded, you can just wait for the other one. The next one, you know, it's going to be there like in two, three minutes yeah. anyway. Yeah, and um, so... Yeah, take into account some time when you're going between destinations because obviously it's not going to be as fast as a car. But um, you, And oftentimes, because the way it's set up, you might have to get on two or three different trains. Mm-hmm. But it's very easy to use. Um, there's like seven or eight lines. Mm-hmm. They're all color-coded, and they have their start destination and end destination, and then you just pick which train you're going on. 
Uh, on all the metros, they have the stops listed there. So it's it's very easy to figure out and use, even if you don't really speak Spanish. It's it's doable for sure. Yeah, and then I also kept uh, an image of the metro map on my phone, and I would just pull it up whenever I needed to. Um, so it's definitely very uh, user-friendly. Something to note, though, however, you know, Mexicans, you know how they are, um, and this sounds totally, totally stereotypical, but they do have a train specifically for women mm. and children Monday through Friday, not on the weekend. So it's, that's something to note, especially if you don't speak Spanish and you're a little bit lost and you're a male following a female, they're going to stop you and not allow you to come into that section that's dedicated for, for women and children. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. So, yeah, you'll see a science is mujeres and niños and that's just for the women and children mm-hmm. it's funny I actually i wasn't paying attention i was walking and i saw this open area over there and i started walking toward there and the yeah. police guy started yelling at me like hey go back this way yeah, and exactly. i was like oh okay yeah so make sure that you note mujeres y niños that means women and children only um are the ones who are only allowed that certain section of the metro monday through friday um so yeah something to note and um the metro is also safe um, so a few things, there's always a police at the place where you put in your money to go through. Um, there's, so they're sort of watching, making sure you go through, but we, we would generally see three, four or five other police kind of just roaming around the Metro. So it's a generally pretty safe thing. Um, they close at midnight, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, but I believe they open at five or 6 AM and it goes all the way till midnight, which is great uh, because that basically allows you to go all over the city and come back to your destination. Yeah, so we we went to Aztec Stadium and had to go back to the Polanco region, which is actually quite a far metro ride. Um, and the game ended like 11. So just just keep that in mind that these things start to shut down around midnight. So you, you don't want to get you know stuck somewhere without that. Um, getting around Mexico City from one end to the one end on the metro, probably an hour. Uh, if you want to go shorter, maybe 20, 30 minutes, right? Yeah, exactly. So, and, and you can also see that on Google Maps, you know, when you're planning out your day trip and your destinations. Um, and it's definitely very easy to just plan it out. If you're going a little bit further out, like, for example, Xochimilco or Teotihuacan for the pyramids, there's definitely maybe some buses that you can take. Um, and you can also find those online. Or you can even, you know... We found ourselves kind of like asking locals, hey, where's this bus? Is it on this side? And what I've learned throughout the years is, you know, if, you, if you're a little bit lost, if you're looking for a bus, ask an older lady or a couple or a cop, on, you know, on the street. And they're very friendly and for sure they'll guide you to the bus or whatever, wherever you need to get to. Yeah, and that's actually a really good point. We were we used Google Maps to get everywhere, and Google Maps was fantastic. It would tell us which station, where to get off, all about how much time, and they were it was great. Um, so you started talking about buses. That's the transition. So let's talk about the buses. So Metro will pretty much get you anywhere. There's the second option called the buses, and that one it would be my second option to use, but it's it was a lot harder to use. I think. Yeah, definitely because you don't know how often they're stopping. Um, sometimes the buses can get a little bit crowded and then you're, you know, they block your view. You can't really like locate yourself. Um, so they're definitely a little bit harder to use, but again, people are 
nice and helpful. So if you find yourself a little bit lost, just make sure you know you ask someone that looks trustworthy, and they'll help you out for sure. Yeah, and make sure you have a wife or travel companion that speaks Spanish, because that's how we got around for the buses. So the buses, to be honest with you, because I I'm conversational in Spanish at best. Um, there's no a lot of them. There's not a clear place where it go where to, where the stop is. It doesn't say where the stops are going to be. And Google Maps will sometimes tell you, oh, go get on this bus. But then you go to a place and there's no real stop for the bus. Um, or it's hard to find or you're not sure which bus to take. So I, we only t- had to take a bus once. And even we, I think we learned later we didn't really need to take the bus. Mm-hmm. But we did because that's what Google Maps told us. Um, that was to go to Xochimilco, which is a great place, by the way. We'll do that on a separate podcast. But um, buses... Try to avoid them. I would say try to avoid them. Unless you can navigate and talk to people and figure out where to go and where to stand and where the stop is going to be, I would say stick to the metro more so. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's friendlier. It's easier. It's definitely more um, intuitive than the buses. But, you know, sometimes you just need to take the bus and if that's what you need to, especially, for example, for Teotihuacan or something like that. Third option is renting a car. Definitely do not do that. You don't need a car. And I think it would be crazy to do that because the roads kind of navigate different ways and the driver's a little bit crazy there. Yeah, of course. You know, it's like the stereotypical Mexican, you know, crazy drivers. Um, They know their style. They've been doing this for several years, you know, their whole life. So they know how to drive in this big city, right? As a tourist, especially if you're coming from the U.S. where people follow the laws and, you know, all those things, it's definitely going to be a little bit more difficult. Another good point I would say against renting out a car, if you're a tourist, you're going to be walking all over, let's say, Zocalo, you know, the, the main square in Mexico City. And you start getting away from the parking lot or from your car, And then you have to walk all the way back to your car, right? As opposed to, oh, I walked, you know, two miles and the metro's right here. You'll just take the metro to your next destination or back to your hotel as opposed to going back and looking for your car or the parking spot. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Ubers. Let's talk about Ubers. So I don't think they have Lyft there. They do have Uber. So my internet over there was a 3G network. And I'll tell you, 4G here in the U.S. and then going to 3G is like, it feels like going back to dial up back in, you know, <laughs> early 90s and mid 90s or whatever. Um, if that's when it, they had dial up. So it's really actually so we would try to plan out our schedule beforehand um, because using Google Maps, like using the Wi-Fi at the hotel, because trying to do it when we're out in the streets was really hard to do, actually, because it would just take forever to load. And sometimes it wouldn't even load. So we would do that in the hotel beforehand. And then um we never took an Uber there because A, we didn't need to, B, it was more expensive. And then also I was always worried about what if my internet cuts out because we're going to be traveling around and Uber loses my location and all this other stuff. Um, but people do do it. I think you could do it. Um, and then also taxi cabs. We never took a taxi cab because I don't think it's needed. Um, the taxi cabs seem pretty safe. It's not like you know, there was anything dangerous about it. But I will tell you, when we were leading, leaving Aztec Stadium, the lady, there's a local there, and she's like, yeah, take the take the metro, don't take the cab because you'll stand out or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, in big crowded spaces like that, you d- definitely do not want to be, you know, the t- typical 
tourists taking the cab just to be safe. Just look like everyone else, blend in with everyone else, um, especially in those big um, areas. Um, we did take a cab from the airport to our hotel, but that was because it was maybe, what, 5 a.m. or something like that, 6 a.m. really early in the morning. And when we got there, we didn't really know where the metro station was, which is actually a significant walk. Um, so I would recommend taking a cab from the airport to your hotel. Yeah, and even going back from the hotel to the airport, we probably should have taken a cab. Uh, in one of our prior episodes, we talked about kind of the minor situation we had to deal with because we were rolling on the metro with big suitcases and then started drawing attention and whatnot, which you don't really want to do on the metro. So if you can do, if you're going to rolling around with suitcases and things like that, um, definitely try to take a cab. And the cabs are safe, especially if you get them at your hotel or you get them at the airport. They have you know official cabs and whatnot that you can take, so that's totally fine. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, the cab drivers are friendly, um, especially if you're coming out from the airport. Like you said, they are official. You get your ticket number and then you go look for them. Um, Of course, you know, it's a lot more expensive than taking the metro or public transportation. But it's definitely something that you have to do when you're coming out from the airport, especially if it's early in the morning when the sun's not even out or later at night. But even then, it's still pretty cheap. I think we took it from the airport to our hotel for... 12 bucks or something total yeah yeah that's true so yeah those that's the main parts of transportation um walking is great that's in my opinion the best way to see the city and walking is also very healthy we walked probably an average of nine miles a day something like that yeah it's definitely like you said a great way to see the city see the locals the vendors the street vendors which you definitely have to try at least once um so yeah and it's you know you get your exercise as well so Definitely walk the city. All right. So that is how to get around Mexico City. Thank you so much for listening today. And please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Dustin's Travels. Also, subscribe to our podcast here to get more awesome travel tips. We're also on YouTube. Check out our videos there at Dustin's Travels and also on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. Adios. Oh, and one other thing. They have a like a hop on hop off bus. It doesn't go around the whole city, unfortunately. It goes kind of in the Polanco and also like the downtown Zocalo region, like the main region. It's a hop on off bus. I think it's pretty cheap and you just get on at a bunch of different stops as well. Yeah, you could check out their website. I think it's Mexico City Tour or something like that. Um, and you can see their destinations, their stops. Uh, it's, you know, the, the typical touristy thing to do. Um, you know, this, these are the type of buses that they have in big cities like London or um, Spain or whatever. Yeah, it's a double-decker red bus. You can't miss it. Yeah, exactly. And then I believe they also take you to, like, big destinations like Teotihuacan for the pyramids. Um, so check that out online. I believe you would have to pay uh, once you get on the bus, I believe. We never really took it, but that is an option if, you're just, if you would just want to see the big places in mexico city yeah and again that's it's so cheap compared to u.s prices it hardly even matters um and then we wanted to talk oh when you're walking around just be a little bit uh careful about red lights because in red light doesn't necessarily mean a red light in mexico city Uh, it's funny we were crossing the street and there was red light for sure you know green light for us to walk across there's a there's even a police transit guy just standing there like monitoring and people were blasting through the red light like 
driving right when people were crossing and things like that. So don't assume that if you have the right of way, you have the right of way because that's just kind of a uh, more of a guideline than a rule down there. Yeah, I mean, and it goes both ways. Also, pedestrians, you know, don't wait for the green light. They also cross red lights and you know, jaywalk and all kinds of things in front of cops. So you know, that's that's the custom there. You know, people don't really follow the law even in front of cops, unfortunately. Yeah. So you're not home. Uh, make sure that you are street smart and you are checking for your surroundings. Please don't be on your phone and then just assume that you can walk and the cars will stop for you. Make sure that you pay attention to the road. Yeah, we were so shocked on our first day. We were crossing the street and two cars just ran the red light and the cops kind of just like yelled at them a little bit, but like no ticket, nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So make sure you're paying attention. Be safe.